Oh, geez. Better take it a bit easy there. NBA Strayer. How you going? You all right? I hope so. This is NBA Strayer. I am your slightly sore, a little bit, not sick. My, hurt my throat a bit. I'll just, I'll talk about that later. Whatever. I'm the editor of uh, CodeBet. That's a very good website. Go check it out. You might have seen this podcasting mug of mine on Fox Sports Lab NBA. That's everywhere too. Uh, or in the paper. Every day. Uh, I'm here in Larry Studios uh, watching the Aussies skittle the Indians at the moment, which is good. Uh, enjoyed that one. Good one. Gary Bulgari. Uh, chilling out. Uh, sort of slowly recovering from a, a bit of a neck strain. You might remember I had surgery on my throat. Uh, what was that now? Over 12 months ago. And, uh, yeah, it flares up on the odd occasion. There's like a weird muscle thing. That's all right. So I might try to keep it a bit quick tonight because <laughs> it's a bit fucking sore. Anyway, we're here repping Strayer a bit. That's all we do. We don't take things too seriously. You might have already gathered that. I'm literally watching the cricket while doing this. Anyway, uh, LeBron's injured. The Lakers are fucking cooked. KD's back, though. That's nice. Uh, but LaMelo's out for the season. And Ja Morant uh, <laughs> has some worries, question mark. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, we're going to wrap up the last couple of days' worth of games for you. We're going to Juicy Slaver, that's not a knife. Old Mate, No Mate, Spud of the Night, Better Than Lindsay Bull. Dickhead of the Week, we've got some Yanaz, the Unpopular Opinion of the Day, and our back take house where we're serving up a flame grill take. And uh, that's it. What have we got? An Andrew Gay's Grand Mumber Award, quick one. We'll preview tomorrow's games. Might even do the weekend, just in case I don't get to do a show tomorrow night. And uh, we'll finish off with a Cooking with Beansy. Right, this is NBA Story Episode 890. Let's bloody well go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shack attack. Uh, you better. You better watch out. Well, the shack attack, especially with Jamal Crawford, uh, learning the ins and outs of hosting uh, inside the NBA with Shaq. Uh, don't ask Shaq, what's that mean? Because uh, Shaq then proceeded to explain three-step diarrhea <laughs> on Wednesday's show. That was pretty brutal. Uh, lactose intolerant Shaq, eating ice cream, three-step diarrhea. It was... Definitely a vibe. Right. <laughs> Let's start today's show the way we start every show here at NBA Australia with a daily whip around. Oh, that was a whip crack. Did you get that one? Nice one. Uh, KD is back. I mentioned this at the top. Exciting times. Make his, makes his Phoenix Suns debut. Just enjoyed seeing him out there again. Because I think there's one of those things where you go through the motions. KD gets injured. He gets traded. What gets lost in the entire vibe is that he's fucking awesome at basketball. Just watching the Slim Reaper go out there and take names, kick ass, is just kind of neat. And so when you talk about like Western Conference contenders and you go, I wouldn't doubt we could get past the Nuggets, and then you look at Phoenix and you're like, ah, shit, that's a pretty good... Suns in four! Suns in four! Anyway, uh, I'll tell you what. They played the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Lamelo is done for the season. Uh, it was a weird non-contact sort of ankle injury. They're like, yep, that's a fracture. We're going to sit him. Pretty good timing if you're the Hornets. Bad for Lamelo. And you do start to wonder about the balls. It's balling season. Is it, though? Because it doesn't seem like, A, you've got a shit one, and then the other two half-decent ones... Never fucking play. They're always injured. What are we doing here? Meanwhile, Lavar's coming out to Australia to do some fucking in-person sort of like appearances. You're like, why? <laughs> it's Lavar Ball. What's he famous for? Being a fucking loudmouth dipshit. I'm a loudmouth dipshit. Where's my appearances? <laughs> nah, that'd be good. I should get him on the show. Um, either way, that's really shit. Like for Lamelo and for the Hornets, where because. You can still tank if you're Charlotte. There's, like, so many games between the four worst teams and, like, the next team that they had snuck out some wins, and you just kind of want to see what you've got. You want to see LaMelo with PJ Hamilton, Washington, and their dudes. 
but it just doesn't happen. There's always something with Lamelo, and it kind of stinks because he is fucking awesome fun. I just hope that you know, look, if they get Wembenyama, Lamelo and Wembenyama, that'd be awesome. Let's go. Still, uh, the other thing, LeBron James. LeBron James, he's out for a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. So right foot injury. I heard a pop. I heard a pop. He says. Uh, in terms of LeBron injuries, this is one of those things we go, ah, oh, well, I guess you're just getting old. It's a bit tough. <laughs> just, there's always sort of something, isn't there? And away we go. So, look, in terms of LeBron's injury, it's just a bit shit um, because you kind of felt like for a second uh, it was all lining up a little bit for the Lakers. We talked about this probably even on Monday's show, right? Like, just like, yeah. This is how it's sort of going to go. He's going to be fine. Off they go. And then it's like, womp, womp, womp. He's going to miss an extended period of time with a right foot injury. It's at least a couple of uh, weeks. Indefinite amount. Those are the words that Shams used from the get-go. And you're like, oh, that is not good. And he's there in the walking boot of the game. He tweets out. Oh, it was an Instagram story, wasn't it? Fucking sucks. Having a sook. Uh, you hate to see it, though. Because... I mean, for all the shit that I give the Lakers, I would really enjoy just everyone just losing their shit as they got better and better and better and maybe made a run to the playoffs. But here we are. And uh, look, it doesn't matter if they're deep. Without LeBron, I mean, you know what else is deep? A fucking septic tank. I'm just saying. Look, because with the vibe now of uh, deep team, deep team, deep team, cool. Replace 30 points a game, 8 assists, 8 rebounds, and go from there. Best of luck, right? It's just a bit of a tough one. Um, other sort of little bits of injury news. Curry back next week. Apparently, that's really cool. Other little bit of news. Ja Morant. Well, that's a story. Uh, the weird part is, so I was asked about this. We'll get into the office today. It's like, oh, what do you reckon, Jim? Ja Morant's been accused of punching a 17-year-old. And then it's like, yeah, look, but this is a police report that's been written up and they've declined to press charges. So it's like, it felt very much like this weird sort of uh, beat-up story where the Washington Post have sort of come across it. And it's like, yeah, he was accused of punching a teenage boy in the head and threatening him with a gun. The police looked into it. And then it's kind of like, Yep, they declined to sort of press charges like because it apparently seemed to be in self-defense. Something weird is going on. And, uh, yeah, it was very strange. <laughs> so you read into this story like, yeah, I don't know, they're not prosecuting, just a bit fucky, a bit weird. And you go, yeah, all right, that's journalism, I guess. And then it sort of seems like people are trying to make something more than it really is. My vibe of this is the NBA, if they knew about it, they would have taken more steps about it, to, you know, regardless of whether or not Jama Rant's the face of the Grizz, etc. But go read the story, have a look. I think it's like something that's been looked into a little bit, and if the police have gone, yeah, nah, there's no shit going on there, then you're kind of going to go, well, okay, sure, <laughs> to a degree. Anyway, other little bit of news, Quinn Snyder. That's right, he's the new coach of the Atlanta Hawks, you might remember that. He actually took over. I enjoyed this. They're like, oh, yeah, we've hired him. So get on the fucking bench, Quinn. He's like, all right, shit. Got a better iron my work shirt. <laughs> How many... I fucking love having a work shirt. So oh, it's my nice work shirt. Oh, I'll iron that. Old mate got me a couple of nice ones a while ago. They're in the rotation. Got a couple of other nice ones as well after I started this Kobe gig. It's nice having work shirts, isn't it? <laughs> Right, let's do some fucking game reps. Game reps, 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 that's the game reps. All right, game reps. Last few days, uh, we did a show, what was that? It would have been Monday. Yes, yes it was. And uh, so let's, and I was thinking about doing a show Wednesday, we ended up having to do NFL Stray, uh, myself and Gaz, and uh, the throat's a bit fucking sore, so I don't want to go too crazy, but... Here we are now. Right. So if you want to throw it back to the last three days worth of stuff. So that Hornets game where we did lose LaMelo. Hornets won at 117-106. James Wiseman. 
There's no big men basically on that Detroit team at the moment. Everyone's injured. Wiseman goes out as 23-7. and seven. Love to see that, but Lamelo exiting was the story there. Very shit. Just very shit. <laughs> you know? So anyway, uh, what else? We had the Heat beat the Sixers, 101-99. That was awesome. Jimmy Butler was incredible, 23-11-9. Hits the sort of winning layup. Harden can't get the shot to go. Sixers just look cooked that entire game. Kind of called it. I knew that the Heat would just play them really tight. And Bede's still at 27 and 12. Only averages 21 against the Heat over his last 10 or whatever. So didn't really go to town on them. But good win by the Heat. They just they just stick around. They're such a pain in the ass. They should be called the Miami Herpes. Bloody hell. And the Knicks beat the Celtics. This was fucking glorious, this game. Uh, Mitch Robinson dominating. Julius Randle crushing it. The Celtics just looking a little bit discombobulated all game. Tatum couldn't hit anything. Gets booted. Absolute vibes from Josh fucking Hart. Giving him, can we give him a third tech? Where's his third tech? He's still yelling. Give him a third tech. Josh Hart. Absolute fucking great vibes. New York legend kind of vibes. Uh, Brunson was really good in that. Mitch Robinson had the 10 and 13. Tatum just can't hit a shot at the moment. Going 6 of 18 in that game. After really struggling, uh, but the Celtics still at least pulled out that win over the Sixers. Uh, oh, yeah, the game before. And then to at least turned around, they did play a game today, and Tatum was fucking awesome. So he does tend to have these little blips where it's like a two or three game stretch where he just can't hit a shot, and then he's fine. So nothing to really stress about there for the Celtics. Thing was, I fucking love this Knicks team. I don't like saying it, but I love Jalen Brunson. He's fucking awesome. And this Knicks team is kind of likable, even though they have Julius Randle. They're just kind of fun, you know? Especially compared to Brooklyn, which is just a bunch of dudes. I'll talk about that later. Uh, what else? Last game that day, the Magic Men beat the Pelicans. Be a Pelican, not a Pelican. They were the Pelicans that day. 101-93 at home. Paolo Bancaro fucking shredded. 29-8. and He was awesome, Paolo. Uh, Spindles couldn't keep up. Big win for the Magic Man, just cruising along, smashing, smashing teams. They're 26 and 37, loving it. They did get lost today, a bit of a tough one, but still. Uh, yesterday, so Tuesdays, no, Wednesday's games, uh, the Wizards beat the Hawks, awesome game. Brad Beal, Trey Young just went ice fucking cold, ice, ice Trey, they call him, ice Trey Young. Yeah, he went ice fucking cold in that fourth quarter, wasn't he one of eight? Brutal. Meanwhile, Brad Beal crushing it. They win by three, 119, 116. Good win for the Wiz. Bucks shit pump the Nets, 118, 104. Giannis dunked on, I feel like, everybody. It was pretty crazy. They've got 15 straight. It's now 16. Unbelievable vibes from this Bucks team at the moment. Michael Bridges was good for that uh, Nets team, who did sort of put up a fight, but you knew just the inevitable Bucks run would come, and it did in the third quarter. Outscored them 39, 23. Raptors beat the Bulls at home in their, up there in Canada. Uh, the Bulls drop-off was right there. They're 10 and 21 away from uh, home, so, yeah, you knew that one was coming. Called it. Grizzlies kicked the shit out of the Lakers without LeBron James. Triple J was absolutely dunking on everyone, but the big story there was uh, Ja Morant. Don't worry, he's going to pop up again later because, boy, howdy, was that a fucking game. That third quarter, shit house, unbelievable, bro, unbelievable. Twenty-eight and a quarter, yeah, not bad, bro, not bad. Shannon Sharp was not there and uh, couldn't save the Lakers. Big win for the Grizz. Nice little bounce back. Off they went. But the way the Triple J played was probably more indicative for me, like of just like, yep, get this rolling. Off you go, Grizz. You need to keep doing that. They're fucking awesome at home too. Just keep that in mind. Nuggets smash the Rockets and, I mean, so they should. They're much better than the Rockets. The Rockets are shit. Uh, 133-112, Jammage Marmaray at 32. Joker's just cruising at this point. He's just like, nah, whatever. Rockets, yeah, never heard of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 14, 11, and 10. He's just taking the piss and getting triple doubles. You'll love to see it. Uh, right, what else happened? Kings beat the Thunder. That was a fun game. 123-117. Came right down the wire. 22-13-9 for the Suvlaki King, Demata Sabonis. Really fun game. Uh, Pacers, Mavs. Late the Pacers out for the Kings. Pacers, Mavs. 
if you want to see like an apocryphal game, <laughs> watch that for the Mavs. It's like, we're up. Oh, we're losing. We better fight back. Oh, we lost. That's what happens when you can't play defense, you know? 124, 122, they lose to the Pacers at home when the Mavs are horrible, especially against the spread. And uh, Luca Kyrie dropped to 1-4, and four, I believe, at that point when playing together. Not great, Bob. Not great. The Yaz, they got shit-pumped by the Spurs. What, Jim? Yep. Never looked like they were sort of uh, in this game or really sort of paying attention, but you sort of felt like they could sleepwalk their way to a win, and so did they. They were mistaken. Uh, the Spurs snapped their 16-game win uh, losing streak. The Jazz just shit right down their own league. 28-10 and 10 for the Lowry, the finisher. Mackinan, not good enough. Spurs needed that one. And the Warriors beat the Trailblazers 123-105 pretty handily. Dame held to 25. Jordan Poole went off. The Warriors came flying out of nowhere. They were down 23 points, and they then beat them by 18. That is a fucking turnaround. It was crazy. The Blazers just sort of gave up. And scored 39-17 in the third quarter, 36-23 in the fourth. Jesus. And the Clippers got beaten by the Wolves in hilarious fashion. 108-101. Rid the Gobez, this stuff with that word, just doing some damage. They fucking killed him. It was hilarious to see this Wolves team just do this to another team. So he got straight killed. They are the most unpredictable, stupidest team. And if you're going to bet on a team, make sure that it is not the Minnesota Timber Pups. They're 32 and 32. This game was dumb. It was dumb. The Clippers are dumb for losing it. They had both Kawhi <laughs> and Paul George. Rusty was like, right, we need a bucket. We're down like five. Crucial moment. Clank. Yeah, that's he's, he's not good. <laughs> it's just it's just not good. It breaks your heart. It really does. Do it agree. Uh, and then today's games. Fun slate today where we had the Suns with KD coming back, beat the shit out of the Hornets, 105-91. Kelly Oubre was back. He had 26-9 for the Charlotte Hornets, but Booker had 37. That's that's a bit indicative of what's to come as well, right? Booker just going, hey, I can be the Kyrie to KD, but I'm better than Kyrie. Fuck. 37-6-70 at 23 for KD in his return. Chris Paul was shit, but he had 11 assists. He's like, this is the fucking easiest part of my life. <laughs> the Bulls nearly shit the bed against the Pistons, got absolutely fucking punked. 117, they win 115 in Detroit. Zachy Cakes, Adam Levine with a 41 without an assist. Same as Dame, actually. Um, weird one. 34 for Bojan. Jade and Ivy cost him the game at the end. I'll talk about that in, in a little bit later in Old Mate No Mates. But uh, pull to Chris Webber. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Celtics held off the Cavs. It was chaos. Oh, actually, that last little bit on the Pistons-Bulls, they came flying back. It was 29-16 in the fourth quarter. Bulls were cruising, and then we're like, yeah, what the fuck's going on? Shit, we're going to win this. And scrambled to win it. Great job, Chicago. Jesus. 11-21 and 21 now on the road. Anyway, Celtics beat the Cavs 117-113. Donnie Mitchell versus Jason Tatum. This game was fucking unreal. Celtics looked like they had it under control. Then they didn't. The Cavs just crank up the D. The shots start falling. And bazoom, away we go. My sweet baby, Karis LeVert, could have hit a three or two. Would have been handy. But either way, Darius Rucker, Judy Garland, and Donnie Mitchell finally got going. Donnie ends up with 44. Darius with the 29. Evan Mobley. He had a chance at a three late that he just short arms, clanks it off the front rim. He hits that. This game is very different. He has 12 and 13 in this game, Mobley. I love him. Uh, go the throw, Jared Allen. Bit of a rough one for him, five and seven. But wow, Tatum was unreal. Brown was good. 16 and 15 in the mark. 16 on 15 shots in the on the mask. 11-11 for Time Lord, 23-11 for Al Horford. He was the big difference. He just nailed a fucking million threes. And it does feel like the Celtics are unbeatable when he's hitting his threes. You know what I'm saying? So, crazy game. Give me all of this in a playoff series, please. This is the 1-4 at the moment. Keep it that way. Fingers crossed, please. pretty please. Sixers beat the Heat. Big turnaround win here. This was pretty wild because they did it without Joel Embiid. Oh, but Jimmy, 
he he did a good job against the Heat the other day. Yeah, maybe he was the problem, question mark. Instead, they go the three-guard lineup. Basically, Tobias Harris or PJ Tucker as your center. 27 points for Maxi, 23-7-5 for Harden, uh, starting next to DeAnthony Melton. And it worked. They gave up a shit ton of points early, and then they blew the fucking doors off Miami. It was chaos. It's also one of those things, you watch Kevin Love running around for the heat, and you're like, yeah, he's be cooked. <laughs> I can see where the Cavs went. We're good. On your bike. 20 and 8 for Bam without him beat out there. Just what are you doing, Bam? Paul Reed outplayed him drastically. 16 and 14. He was incredible off the bench for the Sixers. You love to see that. Love basketball, Paul. Big win for the Sixers. Big win. Especially after dropping that game to the Heat the other day. They're 40 and 21 now. Uh, Knicks beat the pants off of the Nets. Battle of the Burrows. They fucking straight killed them. So he got straight killed. 142, 118. Nets are never really in it. Cam Johnson, pretty good. Brunson had 30 in the first half. They had 81 in the first half, and this game was over. Nets just have these embarrassing moments, and that's where it went. Grizzlies killed the Rockets 113-99. It was a little bit close, and then it wasn't in the second half. Just brain was awesome. Uh, the Bucks continued their rolling uh, incredible streak, 139-117. They fucking smashed the Magic. On a back-to-back, they beat them 139-117. They had 76 in the first half. It was fucking incredible. This Bucks team, they've been my pick for the title all year. I have no problems still sticking with that. Lakers beat the Thunder even without LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Are they better without Anthony Davis and LeBron James? Question mark. Maybe. Mo Bamba got the start. He was good. 12-7. Good on him. Malik Beasley couldn't hit a shot, but still they won. Austin Reeves. Absolute fucking sniper. Even though I want to fight him, he had 19 points. It was a hell of a game. Uh, and then finally, the Pelicans beat the Blazers. This, it's just so hard to get a fucking read on Portland, isn't it? 41 for Dame, zero assists. 40 for Spindles Ingram, looking great. And they just fucking beat the pants off him in the fourth quarter. And the Blazers are like, oh, yeah, that's the right. We just don't play any defense. <laughs> and New Orleans are like, hey, they're not playing any defense. We should win this. CJ McCollum against his old team, a bit of revenge. 24-7-7 for him. Spindles with the 40-point game. He looked awesome. Be nice if he hit a fucking couple of threes, though, wouldn't it? Uh, but either way, Dyson Daniels, the vacuum out there, slowly getting back into the groove of things. Up against fellow Aussie, Aussie Matty T, who set a career high the other day. I'll get to that later in the Aussie Australian Player Watch. He had 12-8-4, did Matty T. If you ever needed more proof that Doc Rivers is a fucking idiot, just look at Matisse Tybal. Goes to Portland, plays 38 minutes a game, 12, 8, and 4. Four blocks and a steal. Absolute fucking menace. You love to see it. Right, let's do some awards. NBA Australia's. That's not a knife. Oh, yeah. Love a good. Uh, that's not a knife. You pre performance tonight because once I find the button, I'll press it. Way to waffle on, Jim, before you press the thing. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> that's not a knife. That's a knife. Oh, that is a knife. Donnie, Donnie Mitchell, 44 in that losing effort against the Celtics. Fuck, he was good. Every time he's out there, if he gets hot, this is probably the coolest and most fun thing about Donnie Mitchell. He can just win you a game. He's kind of like, oh, check this out. I'm going to hit every shot for the next five minutes. You're like, fucking hell, he's going to go do it. And he does. Uh, But Tatum was so good in response. So Tatum might end up winning this one here. 41-11-8 for Tatum. 13-21 from the floor. He was great, that put-back dunk he had. Jalen Brunson, the 30 points in the first half, that was sick. Ends up with 39. They didn't need to do too much as they absolutely shit-pumped the Nets. But, of course, this has got to go to Ja Morant. 39, 10, and 10, just jumping over all of the Lakers. 28 points in that third quarter. It was absolutely fucking awesome watching that game because he just went up a level and just went, "Mm, that's kind of cute. I'm at home. Check this out. Fucking bang. God, it was good. Just such a fun game. 28 points in the third quarter. 10 points, uh, uh, 10 assists, 10 rebounds, triple-double. Absolutely crushed it. I think just the absolute fuck youness of his performance means that he wins the NBA Australia Pro Performance of the Night because it was gnarly. Jaron Jackson Jr., 16 points, 7 rebounds, 4 blocks. 
just tremendous dunks. He posterized the shit out of Anthony Davis with that putback. It was rad. What a game. Great game it was. Uh, what else? Luca was pretty good, but nah, it's all right. You know, in a loss, what can you do? Morant, easily the approved performer of the night. Who was Spud of the night, though? Spud, 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 Six rebounds, three turnovers, and four fouls. That's just, what are you doing? You're just a really tall, long, stretched out spud at this point, Andre. Bobby Portis went 0 of 5. Cam Thomas, 0 of 7 the other day. Simone Fulpeccio did the same. Dennis Smith Jr. and Chris Paul both went 1 of 8. Uh, Malik Beasley, 4 of 15. Same as Tyler, there goes my hero. He went 4 of 15 after going 3 of 13 the other day. Uh, I'm no math magician, but 7 of 28 is not very good. Uh, Zach Collins, the world's tallest owner of a Subaru Forester. <laughs> Two of 15. Gross. But Fred Van Vliet, one of 11. Jeez, have another kid, Fred. What are you doing, mate? That was brutal. But, of course, we're going to give this. We're going to give the biggest props too. Kevin Porter Jr., Marcus Smart, and Jalen Juggs. Jalen Juggs. Going to get some. Jim, do you need some beers? Yes, I do. Jalen Suggs. They all shot. They shot 311. All right. Who's old mate, no mates? Old mate, no mates. 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 Who's got no mates today? Uh, well, I mean, both Zachy Cakes, Adam Levine. So Zach Levine and Dame Lillard both had 41 points tonight and had zero assists, which is very much old mate, no mates. Fuck you, I'm going to do it myself. Big vibes there. But, of course, this is going to go to poor Jaden Ivy. Look, I don't like putting rookies on old mate, no mates. Uh, they're learning their craft. They don't have the wealth of experience, etc. But he did pull a Chris Webber, calling a timeout when they had none. That's a uh, tech foul and the ball. Turnover, brutal, because they're all right there with a shot to win the game against Chicago. And the, the if you watch it, it's particularly tough because he didn't have to do it. They were giving a pretty, like it was an inbounds, right? So you got your five seconds to inbound the ball, and he just panicked. Like they were giving him a slow count too. He only got up to about three, and he's like, oh, go, 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 fuck, 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 time out. And it's like, oh, no. Yeah, bit of a tough one. So that's just a learning moment for the young man. But, uh, yeah, tough one for Jaden Ivey. Go back and check that out. And uh, what about a pantsing of the night? Well, I mean, the Jazz got pants by the Spurs, having lost 16 straight. But at the same time, that's just the Jazz going, hmm, maybe we can tank this one. That'd be pretty interesting. <laughs> Where they went. Uh, but it's got to go to Anthony Davis, right, against the Grizzlies, just getting dunked on by fucking everybody, it felt like. But Triple J, that, the disrespect. Oh, you better believe that's a pantsing. Who was better than Lonzo Ball? <laughs> Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you're going to get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros, now I can be average. We're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Uh, how about Cam Johnson, 33 today, equaling Lonzo's career high. Uh, went 7-11 from downtown for the Nets. He just looks fun. And this is probably what my frustration with the Ben Simmons situation stems from the most. You put Ben Simmons with Michael Bridges, Cam Johnson, even Spencer Dinwiddie, and you throw out, like, just one other shooter, and you're fucking rolling. You've got Joe Harris. You've got Seth Curry. This should be unreal. It should be fun. They've got length. They've got perimeter size coming at the wazoo. They've got ball handling. They've got scoring. But Simo's like, nah, man, my knee hurts, eh? It's like, all right. Yeah, get yourself right, Ben. Ben will talk. But goddamn, it's frustrating. Uh, Desmond Boone went six of nine. Nice from three <laughs> for his 30 today. Don't forget, pretty late draft picks both. So Desmond Bain, substantially later than everybody. But yeah, both better than poor Lonzo Ball. I'm going to talk about that later in Yanars, but jeesh. 
This feels like we're ragging on the poor bloke at this point. And finally, Dickhead of the Week. Dickhead of the Week! Oh, just in case we don't do a show tomorrow, Kendrick Perkins... Nikola Jokic is white European, that's why he's getting all this MVP buzz. Kendrick, really? Russell uh, Russell Russell Westbrook won a uh, MVP when he was averaging a triple-double. Nikola Jokic is a center and averaging over a triple-double. That's a lot of assists. It's a lot of assists. Uh, He's also on the best fucking team in the West, Kendrick. And my point is, look, bloke, you can't shit on Euros for literally decades in the NBA. They're soft. They're shit. Push them around. And then when they're actually fucking good, you can't turn around and go, nah, 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 it's racism. That's why he's getting these MVP votes because he's white. It's like, hang on. (laughs) But I thought you said they were shit. But he's kicking your ass and now it's racism. What? Hang on, what is going on here? So Kendrick Perkins, blow it out your ass. Uh, let's do some ENRs right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. Alright, let's do some NRs. Brought to you by the NBA Australia shop. Go get your merch. Demo. Get your merch, get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch, get your merch. Nice one, and uh, shouts to the couple of folks who have actually bought t-shirts recently, and uh, with apologies to Ben Leckie, whose order I did miss. That was fucked, I chucked a uh, stubby holder in there for you. Ben, hope you enjoy that one, have a few tins on you, mate, Jim there. Uh, but you can go check out the NBA Australia shop, get your t-shirts, get a hoodie, uh, com slash shop, or just click through the links on the socials, and I'll get it out to your post-haste. Uh, old mate is also going to kick my ass if we don't get rid of some of these designs and clear up some of that space before we have to fucking pack up the entire house to do these renos. Anyway, <laughs> get a t-shirt. They're really nice t-shirts too, by the way. I just cracked open a new freshie the other day because I'm like, ooh, my other one's a bit old. Let's have a crack here. And they're fucking nice. Anyway, check it out. NBAstrain.com slash shop. Right. Yeah, nah, Chad Smith sent a good one the other day. Thanks, Chad. It's nice to see the uh, drummer from uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers is a big fan. Uh, surely now that Durant is in Phoenix, Jim, they need to cut some salary and some dead weight, get rid of Aiton, start Big Jock. At least he can help space and hit a three or a two. Or hit a three or two. Yeah, nah, to be honest, I mean, the simple idea of a shooting big around Durant... CP3 and Devin Booker just gives you chills down your spine, doesn't it? Oh, that's pretty good. And I wouldn't be surprised if they don't sort of go, hey, uh, KD's not bad on the old defensive end. Can we play Can we play Jock a little bit more? Rather than have Biombo or Aiton out there, I don't kind of mind it. It'd be nice if Jock sort of turned around and hit some more threes. But look, he, goes, he has his pits and valleys, but I don't mind it. I like it. Get big Jock out there. To be honest, I kind of feel like if they could get that sort of Miles Turner dude who can protect the rim a bit and uh, nice rolls, can stroke it just a hint, they'd be rolling. But maybe Jock's that guy. Jazz Oz has got a good one. This one's a good one. It's really good. I have a yeah, nah regarding your better than Lonzo Ball segment. And it could be an unpopular opinion. And I reckon it might hurt some hats. But I think it should be. Better than Ben Simmons. Oh, Jazz! You can't do it to me. Yeah, nah. Oh. The problem is, if Simo wasn't hurt, <laughs> I'd consider it. I really would. Because when a bloke is averaging a 6-6-6, six, six, and six, it's not hard to go, well, who was better than Ben Simmons today? And go, yep, this litany of gentlemen. And Lonzo's been out for this entire year. He was out for half a fucking last year. But to turn around and then turn on to... Better than Ben Simmons. Jess is a bit on the nose considering he's a bit banged up. So might have to sort of throw it out there and uh, maybe better than PJ Tucker. 
<laughs> but again, he's just some fucking old dude. He's like, hey, man, I'm just getting paid. What the fuck's your problem, Jim? Anyway, to go even further, there are free agents out there who give the Nets more than Simmons currently is and on a minimum salary, Jim. Yeah, nah, Mello, Kemba, Isaiah Thomas, LaMarcus Aldridge, Nerlens Noah, Bo Cruz, Lou Will, fuck, even John Wall would give you more right now and they'd be a darn sight cheaper. Yeah, nah, I can't argue a bit of that. Mallow would. Kemba, maybe not. Isaiah Thomas, I'd love to see it, but probably not. LaMarcus Aldridge, I reckon, wouldn't be too bad. Nerlens, Bo Cruz, you wouldn't mind at least sort of having a bit of a fucking ping, wouldn't you? Just saying. So, it's a bit tough. The vibe, though, you got to say... John Wall is probably the one dude there where you go, yeah. You wouldn't mind kicking the tires and just sort of seeing if you could supercharge your offense just that little bit more behind Spencer Dinwiddie. Because Nerlens, look, you don't need another non-shooting big. Bo Cruz, wouldn't mind seeing how that goes. Lou Will, I'm all right. <laughs> don't need that. He's busy as well. He's got his lemon pepper wings. Uh, but those are good names. And I love the idea, like, Mallow, you just don't want to put him on that Nets team. They're just too, he's just too old. He needs to go back to the Lakers or something. Um, that's a good one. Thanks, Jez. Uh, Dan Drosher, Paddy, Paddy finally gets some minutes, inspires his team with five minutes of cardio. But Jacques obviously instructed no one to pass to him because he's an anti-Australian prick and he's the only Nets player in the black on the plus-minus column. Hashtag buy him out. Hashtag free Paddy. The problem is there's a very, very short amount of time in the buyout market for uh, Paddy to get bought out and land somewhere where he can make an impact. But I'll tell you what, it's probably not going to be on this Nets team, and it's fucking frustrating as shit watching this Nets team uh, dick Paddy around. Because it's like it's cool if you want to have him there as Ben Simmons' as Yoda. But I think we've got plenty of evidence here that Ben Simmons doesn't give a fuck about Yoda. <laughs> and it just sucks. But I'd sort of I'd still want to like if if I'm the Nets, I've still got to look at Patty Mills as like, yeah, Ben Simmons insurance of Patty. If he's around, he keeps Simo's head on a swivel, keeps him fucking in tune and can help him out a little bit. And it's like, that's just part of the Ben Simmons tax at this point. But fuck, it would be good to see Patty on like the Bucks or something, wouldn't it? And they kind of need someone like that. Just like an extra little guard to come in and light it up. <sighs> Probably not going to happen, though. Unpopular opinion of the day. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Uh, Luca and Kyrie. I think they'll be okay. Oh, but Jim, you just ragged on them one and four since they've played together. Yeah, all four of those losses have come in, like, clutch, very, you know, small, close games. And I think that shit sort of turns as soon as they figure out, as soon as they figure out sort of how to play with each other just a little bit. The big problem is obviously defense, but the offense is already up to third overall since they've traded for Kyrie, which is gnarly. And uh, the defense is 23rd. So not ideal, obviously. But I think they will be okay. I'm not sure what their ceiling is beyond first round win, perhaps. But maybe that's enough to sort of convince Kyrie to be stick around. But the problem is, they better get this like absolutely humming really, really quickly, or Kyrie will look at this and go, "Yeah, I'm just going to go to the Lakers," <laughs> and of course he will, because he doesn't give a fuck. It's Thursday, and our back. You know what that means? Oh yeah, two for one, blooming onions. That's right. No prick in Australia knows what the fuck I'm talking about. A blooming onion, I can hear you say. Jimmy, what the fuck is that? Well, it's actually a deep-fried onion made to look like a flower, a.k.a. the most Aussie thing I've ever fucking... What are you talking about? Shut up, dickhead. Bloomin' Onion's never been an Australian thing. I don't know what the fuck you're on about, you drongo. The only onion I've ever seen in Australia is black as a dead dog's guts, and it's on a barbie that you chuck on your saucy. So that's what we're going to do, only an Outback. Okay's flame grill take is very clearly the Lakers are better without LeBron James. Without his weird passive aggressive presence around all the time on the court, watch the young guys flourish and actually have a bit of a push. Only at Outback. 
actually watching them today was kind of fun, wasn't it? Like, AD by himself. He had that awesome game the other day against the Grizz. He had 28, 19, and five blocks or whatever it was. It was sick. But then they actually turned around and beat the Thunder today, who were just in absolute fucking fuck you tank mode. But Vanderbilt was handy. Then he showed the ham German Rondo and Troy Brown Jr., Mo Bamba, Rui, Reeves, Lonnie Walker. Nah, they're fucked, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) Straight player watch right after this. This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia. I was going to throw a quick uh, extra bonus, better than Lonzo in there, and I forgot it. Uh, but Jalen Williams for the Thunder is fucking unreal. He had 24-4-7 today. Came on the back of 27-5-8. He is shredding. Last four games, he's gone 22-6-4, 15-2-4, 27-5-8, 24-4-7. Josh Giddy's like, this is fucking awesome. We're going to be unreal next year with Chet and Wemby. <laughs> All right, Australia Player Watch. As mentioned, uh, no Ben Simmons still sitting out with his knee injury. Hasn't played since before the All-Star break when he apparently got some PRP injections on his knee and didn't tell anybody. Great job, Ben. Great job. The Nets are like, what? What did you do? He's like, oh, I got my my fucked knees fixed. He's like, wait, your your knees fucked? Oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, Peggy Thrills got uh, the aforementioned six minutes of cardio today against the Knicks. Six minutes, zero, 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 across the board. Jacques Vaughn can go get fucked. Uh, rock him, sock him, block him, jock him, land out. Awesome today uh, for Phoenix. Six points, three rebounds, two assists, and two blocks in only 15 minutes. That's awesome. Did shoot two of seven, but he did go one of one from downtown. You love to see it. The big rock him, sock him, block him, jock him. That came after his seven and eight in that 12 minutes against the Bucks the other day. Fuck, he's good. Just ask me. Uh, Dyson Daniels, as mentioned earlier, back out there for the Pelicans. He's a Pelican, not a Pelican. He had two points and a block today. One-on-one from the floor in his 10 minutes. The vacuum. Crushing it. Jack White. Love. Love me some Jack White. Hasn't played since uh, when he got out there for that career-high seven points, though, against the Grizzlies on the weekend. A seven-nation army could not hold him back. Now, a couple of good ones here because... I'll tell you what, just a bit of fucking Josh Green, a bit of Matty T. Do you ever get the feeling we're just going to win the gold medal at the next Olympics? Just saying. Because Matty T on Wednesday hit a career-high five threes. He had 15 points, three rebounds, two blocks, and a steal. When go goes five or seven from the floor overall in that loss to the Warriors. Uh, Doc Rivers, absolute dipshit. And again, backs it up with 12 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 4 blocks and a steal today against the Pelicans. He is awesome. Matty T is a fucking weapon. He's crushing it since he got to the fucking Blazers because finally he's actually getting played because he hasn't got a fucking coach who's got his head firmly inserted into his fucking ass. Let's go, Matty T. You're legend. Uh, King Telly, how good is this? 14 minutes against Josh Giddy in the Thunder today. He had four points, one assist, went one of four from the floor, one of three from downtown. King Daly. Fires the laser! He's won three of his last four games that he's appeared in. Classic Daly. Just leading from the front, but four points. That's awesome. Uh, that is his third highest outing so far this season. Classic Daly. Just steps up when needed. Helps him get to the 123-117 win. Speaking of Giddy, Giddy up against the Lakers today. He had 22-9-11. came so fucking close to that triple-double as well. I'm like, get a rebound, Josh. Get it off. Oh, 22-9-11. Uh, shot 10-17 from the floor. 1-4 from downtown. Uh, love to see that. And also, pretty dour game in that second one against Sacramento. He had 8.6 rebounds, 5 assists, and a block. He shot 4-10 in only 19 minutes and uh, packed her up. So... 
Just didn't want to, uh, you know, get in Delhi's road. you got to appreciate that. Jingles, he was bloody awesome today. I'll tell you that much against Orlando. Crushed it into the jingling one. Uh, 16 points, two rebounds and assists. What's that, Jim? 16 points. You better bloody believe it. Second highest run for the season. He's only topped that with his 17. Shot six and nine. Nice. From the floor, four of seven from downtown. Bloody hell, you love to see Jingles absolutely fired up. Six points, four rebounds, three assists, a block and two steals as well. Yesterday against Brooklyn in 19 minutes. Went two of four from the floor, ah, from three, two of five overall. Classic Jingles. All right, quick Andrew Gay's Grey Mumba Award. Andrew Gay's Grey Mumba. Clap it up. There you go. Uh, I just got to give this to Dame Lillard because he's averaging 43.2 points over his last five games. <laughs> that's a lot of points. <laughs> Making six threes a game in that stretch as well. That is just really fucking ridiculous, isn't it? I love Dame. I love him going off. I just really wish the Portland were playing better because, I mean, he's such a fucking delight to watch. And it's kind of nice that everyone's kind of like leaning into this idea of like, yeah, man, Dame is great. He's awesome. He has a 71-point game the other day. That is just sick. But he's also dropped 41, 25, 39, 40. Just keeps on crushing it. And then Shaq comes, oh, they should trade him to a contender. It's like, I don't know. Do they need to? It's all good. All right, Patty Mills Game Day Ball, Game Day Twitter check-in. Pretty simple and straightforward from Patty. Uh, because Patty just out here, looking the goods, crushing it. He's got the uh, the misses. He's got the damn. The shine is definitely bright. This is only one day. Don't only, yeah, only day one in Paris. Need to brace myself and put on some sunnies for this shit. He says. <laughs> so the misses is over there in Paris. Patty's just like hot damn. My missus is smoking, and uh, she is looking pretty bloody good, Miss Alyssa Michelle. So great job, Patty. Look. I love that he's just out there, you know, giving massive props to the uh, to the missus and the old wife. And he's also got a pretty awesome uh, fit himself, does Patty. So go check that out on his IG. Right, let's do some game previews. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, inadvertent Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. How's it all going? Oh, bloody good, mate. I mean, apart from the sore throat and everything, but she's all right. Um, sort of nothing, a bit of neurofin and... Stuff won't fix, uh, I hope. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, right, how did we do on the picks the other day? From Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we went 17 of 23. Because uh, there was, what, nine, 10, 10 yesterday, 9 today. We went 7 in on, across both days of the head-to-head picks, nailed them. And I think we went 3 of 4 against the spread on Tuesday. So good little run there. That leaves us at... Uh, 582 correct picks of 916 games. I think that maths all adds up. Yes, yes it does. Right, so tomorrow we've got the Raptors going to the Wizards. Uh, They are half-point favorites in Washington. And I initially was like, yeah, Wiz should be all right. And I'm like, nah, the Raptors are good. I'm not sure about them away from Canada, but the half-point, look, it's just a fucking coin flip at that point. I like the Raptors a little bit more than I like the Wiz. The Wiz were rolling, and then they sort of hit a point where it's like, oh, yeah, not great. The win against Atlanta was pretty handy, but I'll take the Raps here. I trust them a little bit more. Philly go to the Mavs. Joel Embiid set out today. Philly on a back-to-back. I like the Mavs here. The minus two and a half. Talked about Kyrie and Luka and close games. I think they can just take this one out. They suck at home to the Mavs, especially covering the line. I think they're the worst home team in the NBA at the moment. I think the Mavs can just win this win. If Embiid plays, I think he goes off, but the Mavs still pull out the win. Pacers, they go to the Spurs. I don't know why this is only four and a half points. The Pacers are good. I don't know if I couldn't find any info about Halliburton or Turner or just everybody apparently missing. I'm just going the Pacers minus four and a half. I've got to go. And the Clippers go to the Warriors. This game is crazy. The Clips are two and a half point favorites on the road in uh, Golden State against San, in San Francisco. I like the Clippers. Minus two and a half. Why the fuck not? The Warriors aren't wildly convincing at the moment. The Clippers have had a couple of weird wonky outings. That Wolves game was shit. I think there's a bounce back win here waiting. Let's go. 
Clippers. Right. And just in case we don't do a show tomorrow night, um, let's push this through till through Monday's games then. So Saturday, Magic at Hornets. I like the Magic men to win that one in Charlotte. The Blazers take on the Hawks. I think Atlanta bounce back and get this win. Quinn Snyder figures it out, and off they go. Celtics host the Nets. Boston are going to... This is going to be a fun one, though. Look, Boston are going to win, but I think the Nets will be sneakily better than you expect after the shit show that's been the last couple of games. But the Celtics still win. Knicks at Heat, that's awesome. 90s fucking absolute brutality. Knicks at Heat. Knicks on a massive win streak at the moment. The Knicks are feeling themselves. The Knicks fans are feeling themselves. Watch Miami win this, because that's what they do. They take your hopes and dash them quite expertly. Suns at Bulls. It's a 1993 NBA Finals rematch. Suns are going to kill them. KD is going to destroy an eight. Chicago. Grizzlies Nuggets, awesome game. Top two teams in the West. Nuggets are going to win that. Joker at home against Jar, no chance. The Grizzlies don't travel great, especially in the altitude. Give me the Nugs. Thunder host the Yaz. I'm going to go OKC in that one because the Jazz, I think we just saw a bit of a sneaky tankathon preview the other day against the Spurs. Wouldn't surprise me. Look, they play two games actually in OKC. I reckon they split them. So I think the Thunder pull out the win in this one. And then the Jazz turn around and win the second one on Monday. So Thunder in this one. Warriors host the Pelicans. Warriors on a back-to-back having just played the Clippers. I think the Pelicans can sneak out a bit of a win, maybe. Oh, nah, Warriors. Got to go the Warriors. After losing the Clippers, I think we get a massive clay game in one of those. Kings, Clippers, Fuzzy Lizard! This is the what? A replay of the second highest scoring game ever. Uh... Kings, I think, beat the Clippers. Clippers on a back-to-back. Give me the Kings. Huge Fox, huge Sabonis games. Off we go. Lakers host the Wolves. I think the Lakers can beat that Wolves team. It's pretty funny. Ant-Man, Gobert, don't care. (laughs) Let's go, Lakers. (laughs) Just make it. Make my wishes so of them being better without LeBron and OD. On Sunday, the Raptors play the Wiz uh, again. I think... The Wiz will win the second one there. A couple of days in the one spot. The Raps will be all partied out. (laughs) So I'll take the Wizards. Cavs host the Pistons. Give me the Cavs. Heat hosting the Hawks. Miami get back-to-back home wins, I reckon, there. Having played the Knicks the day before. Hawks having just played the Blazers. Yeah, give me Miami. Rockets at Spurs. I'll take the Rockets in that first one uh, because I think they play again the day after. Uh, take the Rockets over the tanking Spurs. That is a tanktastic game, though, that one. Sixes of Bucks. That is tasty as hell. Embiid versus Giannis. I'm going to have to go with Giannis in this one. The Bucks defense is just a little bit too good at the moment. Big showcase game. I wouldn't be surprised if Embiid goes absolutely off. So you might get a big Embiid weekend here, I'm saying. Pace, uh, so they play the Mavs tomorrow. That's a big TNT game. Look for Embiid, who took the day off today. Turns around. Goes Kabamo against the Mavs. And then against Giannis, he's going to have to go absolutely ham against uh, Brook Lopez and co. So I think that's a big MB game, but the Bucks still win. Wolves, Kings. Look, Wolves on a back-to-back, on a road back-to-back, having just played the Lakers. Kings on a back-to-back, having just played the Clippers. I trust the Kings a little bit more, which is a weird thing to say. Monday's games, Suns at Mavs, that is awesome. KD against Kyrie, you little beauty. Sign me up. I think the Mavs sneak that one out at home as a head-to-head. Pacers at Bulls, giving the Pacers. Warriors at Lakers, I will take the Warriors. The Lakers uh, story <laughs> tale finish ends there. Hornets at Nets, I'll take the Nets, especially without Lamelo. It's just a bit of a tough one for the Charlottes. Uh, Blazer go to Orlando. I'll take the Blazers. That'll be a fun one. Dame versus uh, Ballo. Rockets host the Spurs. I think the Rockets win that one as well as the Spurs just retank as much as they can. Jazz at Thunder, as mentioned. The Jazz will win the second one. Knicks Celtics, though. This is the fucking barn burner. Give me the Knicks. Six and four against the Celtics in their last ten. They beat them last week. Let's go, Knicks. Bucks at Wiz. Pretty cool one. Bucks on a back-to-back. Maybe the Wizards sneak that one out. Maybe that's where the win streak comes to an end. I think that might be right. It's a tough one to predict, but there we go. Grizzlies at Clippers. I'll take the Grizzlies. Jar Morant in LA. That's going to be fucking on for young and old. I think the Grizzlies just sneaked it out. And there you go. There's your entire weekend all set up. Just in case we don't do a show tomorrow. Uh, 
just because I don't know what my fucking workload is going to be like tomorrow, Arvo, so, which I think it might get a bit crazy. Figured I'd cover my bases, and we should be back to being daily fucking shooters, trust me. Right, either way, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Face the IG, we're all over the socials. Uh, get around the Super Bowl rap final of uh, NFL Australia, Soggy Sorrows with Gaz, good times. Basically, let him have a couple of weeks just to settle himself down, and it was uh, worth it. Uh, check that out, NFL Australia. That's got its own feed. Uh, what else? Check us a rating review on your podcast app. It really does help. As I keep mentioning, we have changed the back end for all the gear, so if you can rate, review, star it, whatever you need to do, it'll be really fucking appreciated. Help a brother out. Come on, just out of here by myself, plugging away. Uh, big thanks always go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. Uh, go check out their new band, House Hats. They're awesome. NBAstraight.com slash merch. Get a t-shirt, would you? And big thanks go to Joshua Delarantis, Fascinated, Goldmine, Ram Shackalami, Iowa Section, I Green, 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 and Dozer for all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia supports Australian bands, so should you. And let's close out today's show with just a quick cooking with Bainesy, and we will maybe catch you tomorrow, hopefully, perhaps. If not, we'll talk to you Monday. Sound good? Good. All right, speak to you then, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying look after yourselves, would you? And later, hosen. Cooking with Bainesy is filmed in front of a live studio audience. And now it's time for Cooking with Bainesy with your host, Aaron Bangers Baines. G'day, g'day, g'day. Yes, how are you all? Well, look at you over there. <laughs> I see you over there again, Cheryl. Yes, we know that you love it. Oh, this is great. Yeah, g'day. Welcome to Cooking with Bainesy. I am your host, Aaron Bangers Bainesy. All right, so this here episode, we're going to whip up one of my absolute favourite Australian staples. You can have it whenever as well, at night, for dinner, after a big night on the Terps. It's that absolute Aussie classic. It is Hawaiian pizza. Oh, yes, that's right. I love me some Hawaiian pizza, and it's easy as to make, mate. I mean, it definitely helps keeping up this physique, if you know what I mean. I reckon I probably cook about three of these bloody things a week, you know what I'm saying? And also, hey, just just for yous out there as well, don't bloody listen to anyone who says shit about pineapple on pizza. They can go and do what I tell every centre in the Eastern Conference of the NBA. They can go fuck themselves, all right? You can put whatever the fuck you want on pizza. It's pizza. All right, so anyway, Hawaiian pizza is bloody simple, mate. All you got to do is go down to your soupy and grab yourself a pizza base. I love the spongier, thick ones, you know. Grab a thing of tomato paste. Now, don't bother with the fancy pants shit with basil or oregano in it unless you want to be, like, all fancy pants and shit because uh, then you just grab a bunch of shredded ham from the deli Grab a bag of shredded cheese. Now, you can have mozzarella, cheddar, home brand, whatever you want. Doesn't matter. It's just bloody cheese. And the key ingredient, a tin of pineapple chunks. Now, it's pretty easy to whip this bad boy up, so let's get to it. All right, here we go. Now, just whip your base out. There you go. All right, now, smother it with the tomato paste. Oh, snip. There you go. Smooth it out a bit. Just make sure it's all over the inside thing. Now... Dump your ham on there. Yep, all this shredded ham. Now, oh, get your fingers amongst that. Shove that to the edges. There you go. Spread that out nice and even. Yep, there you go. All right, now cover this liberally with the dead pig. Come on, man. You've got to put the ham everywhere. You just need hoops and hoops and hoops of ham. Just make sure it's the nice shredded stuff, though. All right, now drain your pineapple into the sink. Or you can, you know, you can drain it into a cup and uh, drink that pineapple juice, you know. What bloke doesn't like a cup of pineapple juice, you know what I'm saying, ladies? Yeah, there we go. Now, fang the chunks of pineapple on there. Just put it everywhere, you know, just throw it around. And then cover up the entire bloody thing with your shredded cheese. All right. Now, we've got this oven over here. 
Just wang her in there in the oven. There you go, just for a good 15, 20 minutes at about 220 degrees Celsius. None of that Fahrenheit bullshit. Now, sit back, grab a tin, and let her cook. Oh, doesn't that bloody well smell delicious? All right, now here's one we made a little bit earlier. So you can see once it's browned and a bit on the edges and all your cheese is all melty and nice, you whip her out, you chop her up into slices, and Bob is your bloody pizza-loving uncle. Now, give it a sec to cool down before you chow down. Don't burn your bloody tongue because that cheese will be hot as buggery, eh? So, all right, now it's there. Just get your bloody munch on. And that is an absolute bloody ripper of a meal. The best bit is, and this will impress everyone, right? You can cook it whenever you want. Mates, the missus, kids, everyone bloody loves Hawaiian pizza. And if they don't, just give them the old bangers, don't argue, and go tell them to cook their own bloody pizza. Because this is just bloody delicious, mate. All right, how easy was that? Cool. There you go. That is absolutely unreal. Love me some Hawaiian pizza. All right, so that's it for this week. Tune in next week for a new recipe, and we'll see you then on the next episode of Cooking with Bainsey.